There is a town in Norway named Hell, and it freezes over quite often. The small town experiences winters with sub-zero temperatures, so at those times, literally, hell froze over. This is Simple Joe for Friday, September 29th, 2023. How about that? How about that? Wonder how many times people lost a bet because they said, when hell freezes over. (laughs) And somebody quickly points it out to them. Hell has just froze over. I know there's this town in Norway, but I know that there's some other cities, even here in the U.S., named Hell. Let's take a look here real quick. There's Hell, California, a demolished ghost town in the United States. Hell, Michigan. That's a small community in the U.S. Uh, Hell in Grand Cayman Islands. Of course, Norway. Hell, Norway. Hell Cave, a cave in Slovenia. And Hell Creek near Jordan, Montana. Well, how about that? I bet you there's probably a couple more throughout the world. Well, hell can indeed freeze over. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we're here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in coming Georgia. Hello, Rich. And the top 10 most visited landmarks in the world. And of course, the often requested and the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near coming Georgia, you're going to see a high of 82 degrees today and a low of 60 with partly sunny skies, partly sunny skies tomorrow and Sunday, 83 and 64 on Saturday and 79 and 60 on Sunday. So beautiful weather, 82, 83, and 79 over the past couple of days, and partly sunny skies. Gorgeous weather down there in Cumming, Georgia. Thank you so much for listening, Cumming, Georgia. I certainly appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 79 degrees and a low of 57 with pretty high winds, overcast skies, and pretty high winds today. Tomorrow, Saturday, 81 and 56 with partly sunny skies, and Sunday, full-on sunshine. 83 and 56 for the high and low. So windy today at 79, partly sunny skies tomorrow at 81 and full on sunshine on Sunday at 83 degrees. Today in 1758, none other than Horatio Nelson was born, that British naval hero. He died at age 47. Gene Autry was born today in 1907. We lost Gene Autry in 1998 at 91 years old. Of course, back in the saddle and trigger and uh, what was, I can't remember his wife's name, but am I, is that right? Gene Autry? I'm th- maybe I'm thinking of the other cowboy guy. Anyway, Gene Autry was born today in 1907. Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, rock and rollist. Jerry Lee Lewis, great balls of fire. Jerry Lee Lewis and married his 14 year old cousin. Jerry Lee Lewis <laughs> was born today in 1935. He died at, at 87 years old. In 2022, just last year, the beautiful, funny comedian, Madeline Kahn, was born today in 1942. We lost the great Madeline Kahn in 1999. What a funny actress she was. Uh, I remember her in Blazing Saddles, uh, many other things. But wow, beautiful, funny, just quick wit, just really a funny lady, funny lady. Uh, She passed away in, in 1999 at age 57. Ian McShane turns 81 years old today, actor from Deadwood. Uh, Brian Gumble, former sports announcer, sports show talk host, turns turned television journalist. 
He is 75 years old today, born in 1948. Andrew Dice Clay. Wow. The not for faint of heart, Andrew Dice Clay. I just recently heard a interview with him on the Joe Rogan uh, show, and he's an interesting guy, but man, he's, I don't know. He's, he's that guy. He seems like that guy. I don't know. Anyway, happy birthday, Andrew Dice Clay, not for the faint of heart, uh, age 66 years old today, born in 1957, Zachary Levi or Zachary Levy played Chuck or actor in Chuck. He didn't, I don't know if he played Chuck. Did he play Chuck? Let's take a quick look at who Zachary Levy is or Zachary Levi, depending on probably Zachary Levy. Oh, he did. He is the guy who played Chuck. How about that? Well, there you go. I should have known better. 43 years old today, born in 1980. Happy birthday, Zachary. And Kevin Durant, basketball great Kevin Durant, was born today in 1988. He is 35 years old. Happy birthday to you all. Today is World Heart Day, day to heart day, a day to raise awareness about cardiovascular diseases and promote heart-healthy living. So, yeah, watch your diet, get some exercise, lose some weight, all that good stuff, right? All the things that you need to make your heart well heart world heart day there it is today it's also national coffee day now it seems to me that coffee has a couple days or a few days or a handful of days throughout the year this isn't the only national coffee day that i remember uh but it is if, if you have to have several national coffee days to give coffee its due recognition then there we go happy national coffee day celebrating the popular beverage and the joy and energy it brings to many it's International Day of Awareness and Food Loss and Waste. What, what is that? International Day of Awareness on Food Loss and Waste. Okay, there you go. Don't, don't waste food, all right? Because we have the International Day for it. It's National Mocha Day. All right, well, come on. This is two coffee-related days on the same day. National Mocha Day, honoring the coffee beverage made with espresso, hot milk, and chocolate. I get it, but come on. National Coffee Day and National Mocha Day on the same day. The people from National Coffee Day need to get together with the people from National Mocha Day and work this out. They need to negotiate who gets September 29th because you both can't have the same day. Either it's National Coffee Day or it's National Mocha Day. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be on the same day. Figure it out, arm wrestle, thumb wrestle, play rock, paper, scissors. We don't care, but we don't want to have to celebrate National Coffee Day and National Mocha Day on the same day. I've said my piece. It's also VFW Day, Veterans of Foreign Wars Day. It's the day to honor men and women who have served in the military overseas, and you deserve all the recognition that you get and then some thank you for your service. Thank you for leaving your home. Thank you for leaving your homeland and going to protect uh, our way of life overseas. Thank you and happy VFW day. It's also again, world heart day, national coffee day, international day of awareness on food loss and waste <laughs> and national mocha day. If any of these days are significant to you, I hope you celebrate in a way that brings you the joy and happiness that only International Day of Awareness on Food Loss and Waste Day can. <laughs> I certainly hope you celebrate. All right, let's take a look at the top 10 landmarks in the world based on annual visitors 
per year. I thought this was an interesting list. I've been to a couple of these places, especially if I look at some honorable mentions. Uh, I've been to, yeah, I've been to in the top 10. Looks like I've been to, oh, just, just one, just one of these places, but it's a cool place that I've been to. So let's take a look at the top 10 places, most significant landmarks or whatever <laughs> by visitors per year. Number 10, the Parthenon in Athens, Greece, 7.2 million visitors per year. That ancient Greek temple dedicated to the goddess Athena, 7.2 million people go to see that every year. The National Air and Space Museum comes in at number nine in Washington, D.C., the Museum of Aviation and Space History at 7.5 million a year. The Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, one of the world's largest and most comprehensive art museums, just sneaks out the Metropolitan, uh, the National Air and Space Museum at uh, 7.5 million. The, the Metropolitan Museum of Art comes in at 7.55 million or 7.59 million. So let's do that again. The National Air and Space Museum comes in at 7.5 million. The Metropolitan Museum of Art comes in at 7.59 million. So 7.55 to 7.59 million just sneaks it out. The Colosseum in Rome, Italy comes in at number seven, that ancient Rome amphitheater. Wow. I'd love to see that. I've seen pictures of it. And I would love to go there to see the Colosseum. I just think it would be awesome. 7.6 million people come to see the Colosseum every year. And this is one that I have seen a handful of times, the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. It's overwhelming when you first approach it for the first time. You're like, wow, this is a memorial. This is a memorial deserving of President Abraham Lincoln, one of my favorite presidents. The Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. comes in at 7.8 million. The Palace of Versailles, Versailles comes in at, in, in, in Versailles, France, comes in at 8.1 million. Am I saying that right? Palace of Versailles. It's got a lot of letters in there. Sounds like if you do it phonetically, it should be Versailles or Versailles, or, but I think it's pronounced Versailles. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Palace of Versailles in uh, Versailles, France, the formal Royal Residence of France comes in, comes in at 8.1 million. The Love, the Louvre Museum in Paris, France comes in at 10.2 million, one of the world's largest and most comprehensive art museums. I've been there before in my whirlwind tour of Paris. St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City comes in at 11 million. It's the largest church in the world and center of the Catholic Church. So I can certainly understand why that gets so many visitors a year. The National Museum of China in Beijing, China comes in at 12.8, excuse me, 12.9, almost 13 million people a year visit the National Museum of China in Beijing, China, one of the world's largest and most comprehensive museums. Museums are well represented on, on this top 10 list, aren't they? This is the National Museum of China in Beijing, 12.9 million, almost 13 million visitors every single year. And Beijing takes the top two because Beijing is also the home of the Forbidden City, formal imperial, former Imperial Palace of China at 17 million visitors a year. Wow. Wow. I would like to see the Forbidden City. Uh, I'd like to see uh, St. Peter's Basilica. That would be cool to see. I've been to the Lincoln Memorial. The Parthenon would be neat. I think that would be very cool. And the Colosseum would be neat. I've been to the Eiffel Tower. So to round off your, uh, excuse me, the Parthenon, I just gave away the number 11 there, Eiffel Tower. 
So to round off the top 10, Parthenon at number 10, National Air and Space Museum at number 9, Metropolitan Museum of Art at number 8, Coliseum, the Coliseum at number 7, in Rome, Italy, the Lincoln Memorial at number 6, Palace of Versailles at number 5, the Louvre Museum at number 4, St. Peter's Basilica at number 3, number 2, the National Museum of China, and number 1, the Forbidden City. Both of those top two are in Beijing, China. So there's your top 10. Look at, let's see some honorable mentions here. Number 11, the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower gets, uh, how much does the Eiffel Tower get? 7 million. So just, uh, just beat out by the Parthenon by 200,000. Parthenon gets 7.2 million. The Eiffel Tower gets 7 million a year. The Taj Mahal gets 6.5 million a year in India. That uh, white marble mausoleum built by the, I guess that emperor, whatever his name was for his wife. I think of his third wife. The Taj Mahal was built for his third wife in India. How would you like to be those first two wives? And you see the third wife get the, get, gets this huge white marble mausoleum built for, and you're thinking, wow, what happened here? It is gorgeous, and I, I guess she was worth it, right? The Taj Mahal, that's number 12. Um, the Peterhof Palace in St. Petersburg, Russia, comes in at 5.2 million. That's number 15. Uh, the Vietnam Memorial 4.7 million, number 17, the World War II Memorial at 4. Point, yeah, World War, the Vietnam Memorial 4.7, the World War II Memorial at 4.6. So there it is. There are your there's your top 10 landmarks by visitors per year. How about that? And let's wrap it up right there. Let me know what your thoughts are on this list. Have you ever been to any of those places? I've been to a few of them. I've been to a few of them. Yeah, the the stuff in Paris was cool. The uh, Lincoln Memorial is neat, really a neat place. So let me know. Let me know your thoughts on this list. Email me Joe at the simple Joe.com or send me a text at 513-399-6468, 513-399-6468. I would love to hear from you. If you like listening to the show, do me a favor, share it with your friends on social media. Use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Cause we are, we're pals. We come here a lot together and spend this time. So I think that's cool. And I hope you do too. Remember memories are better than stuff. This is Friday. Actually, I'm coming to you a little later in the day. Uh, you'll probably get this download it to your app or however you're listening to the show, um, late morning on Friday. And I'm sorry for being late, but I had a couple personal and business related matters to tend to, uh, this morning. So there we go, but it is Friday. It is Friday. I hope you're getting ready to make great memories with the people who love you and the people who you love. Take time to think about how you're spending your time and make sure you're, you're making memories because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Take care.